Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. This is episode 100. What? Oh my gosh, my butt. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, uh, no. Um, since we started... I'm already the- uncomfortable. I know. Uh, <laughs> we just had to do that part right away, get you uncomfortable right away. Uh, we have looked forward to this moment. It's finally happened, and we're so happy... We're so happening... We're so happy it's happening on episode 100, uh, comedian, actor, writer, all around number one Canadian, Brent Butt. Hello, Hi, everybody. Brent. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Number and I'm happy Canadian. that you were uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, so exciting. Uh, we feel really lucky. If your listeners um, hear anything right now, I'm being besieged. Hank is in love with Brent. He has not reacted quite so affectionately to any other guest until now, and he is—he is—he knows I'm a—I'm uh, a sucker for a cute pooch. He can probably smell your dog on you, <laughs> and he thinks you're a dog. <laughs> yeah. That might be right. That could be. He's really into just putting his rear end on. You. Yeah, he's really—he's what we call in the wild presenting. Oh, thanks. This is a first. This is coming of age I'm, time. I'm for flattered, him. but if I thought I was uncomfortable before. <laughs> Um, I'm nervous because my dad, I told him that Brent was going to be on and uh, both my father, my brother and myself are huge fans. And my dad said, I said, oh, I think I'm really excited, but I think Brent's going to be on the podcast. And then my dad said, where can I watch your podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I said, dad, it's a... On it's MTV. Like a radio show. It's like a radio <laughs> it's show on the internet. Music, and so he's listened to one episode because I know he's getting ready to listen to your episode. He's well, so I hope he's, he's not grotesquely disappointed. Oh my gosh, no. He's going to be so delighted. But this is nice to hear. Thank you, yeah. Alicia's family, for uh, <laughs> for being on board. You can watch this podcast, Dad, whenever you feel like it. <laughs> Why We should be filming this. <laughs> oh, What's we are. Stop us from- <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors are getting a good eyeful. My weirdo neighbors. You're in a nice neighborhood. I lived, I, did, I shouldn't say lived, I stayed not far from here. I'm not going to reveal your address <laughs> on the World Wide Web. It's 123 Main Street. ABC Street. <laughs> but uh, when, like Nancy and I built a house, and there was a time when we sold our old house, but the new house wasn't ready yet. What? So we there's a bit of a <laughs> hang time. So in lieu of sleeping in the park for months on end, right. we uh, rented a place that was not far from here. I know. I saw you walking your dog sometime. Was that right? Yeah. But yeah. I was like, I have never met you before. I've just seen you do comedy. And so it was like a celebrity sighting. <laughs> I've never met Brent's dog. But for me, that would also be a celebrity sighting. Yeah, it was more the dog. he just looks like yeah. the, <laughs> the <laughs> best dog, the dog in the world. looks like he should be on TV. If yeah. you were like one of those two creatures there... <laughs> He's on television. You go, well, it's the dog. This is obviously a handler for that awesome dog. (laughs) You have a very, uh, you're very, 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 very famous man, especially famous for your comedy, but also especially famous for your show Corner Gas, which is like a, a whole series about retail nightmares working kind of in, it a, is. in a store in a gas station Damn it, i never even looked at it like that but yeah. you're right you it's can just tell us show. some of your favorite episodes i'm just gonna plug the box set for your listeners it's yeah. available now well Nicole. it's our hundredth episode so it could be like a clip show but of clips from your right. show <laughs> <laughs> 
clips from a whole other show. <laughs> We've never referenced before. <laughs> it was a hell of a ride, this thing, Corner Gas. We didn't expect it was going to be anything. And it's I popular kind of, in other places of the world. It's not just popular in Canada. Um, yeah, it aired in 26 different countries. Holy moly. I didn't even know we had that many countries. In, well, we don't. <laughs> we, we're we're not know. in possession of them. <laughs> the ca- not yet. Canadian Empire. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Yemen and <laughs> really? I- Iran, you know. Never wow. heard of them, but that sounds very great. you got to get yourself an atlas. <laughs> Give your atlas a spin. I've, I got one up there. I got no, a, thanks. I got a globe. But, it's in but French. It's too, it's too high to reach. Anyone it's, want a globe? <laughs> it's impractical. Your globe is uh, way too high for anybody to access. I just moved it up there because I've been doing some redecorating. I don't know if you noticed, Alicia. <laughs> I know that you framed some new art. I did. Let's describe it for the listeners. It's like flat. It's <laughs> some flat art. Framed drawing. Now, are you like painting. a giant X Files fan? Because I see both. Well, I was David Duchovny, waiting to get giant. into the fact that you're in my favorite episode of the X Files. Oh, Bad Blood! Bad Blood Season is the five. best episode. I was just uh, I, I happened to be, get, be in an elevator with uh, David Duchovny. How does he right? smell? As you would imagine, like sex, like kind of like weird popcorn, kind of oh. funky. <laughs> we all had no, different I, ideas. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't say that he had any uh, discernible smell. But um, it was at a uh, you know a posh uh, L.A. hotspot. It was just a hotel, and, um, <laughs> but in L.A. And I got in the elevator, and he got in the elevator, and so I said to him, "I was on your show." <laughs> Whoa! And, and so right away he said, "What episode?" And I said, "Season five, Bad Blood." And he said, God, that's everybody's favorite episode. You know? you're, in, you're in everybody's favorite episode. It's got Luke Wilson in it, like yeah. right at the beginning of his oh, career. Yeah. I almost approached like- Luke Wilson in a Staples because I saw him and I was going to go, hey, I'm your co-star. But he seemed like he was a bit of a dud. He seemed like he was He's my favorite of the Wilsons. He seems like he's, they all seem like they've had their ups and downs. Yeah. Like they've had a tough time with fame. I feel like his tough time with fame is highly relatable. Yeah. 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 Me too. But you know that I was just double checking because I was like, I'm pretty sure Brent was, you were the coroner. I was. In the vampire episode, which is the best. It's like the half of it is like from her perspective, then it's from his perspective. And at first, Luke Wilson is super handsome. He's like the sheriff and he's like very charming. And then when Mulder tells it, he's like a big hick and he's like really goofy (laughs) and his teeth are different. My teeth are different because that was pre me getting my teeth fixed. Well, you probably couldn't. I was very good at hiding my teeth in the old days before getting them fixed. I had crazy wolf boy teeth. Like they were every which way. All snaggle teeth. All snaggle teeth. I have a snaggle tooth. Crazy big. But I had like teeth. There wasn't one. It wasn't a normal one. It wasn't a tooth unsnaggled in my head. (laughs) So much character. um, So when we were going to do corner gas, I said, I got to get my teeth fixed. I don't want to be on TV every week. Even though we only thought it was going to be this one season, be thirteen episodes. I don't want to be out there with my, like, being self conscious, you know, hiding (laughs) crazy wolf boy choppers. (laughs) So it was like total rush job. I was like, I don't care. We got to get it done. It's like I went to this uh, dentist in Regina, Saskatchewan. He was like, Oh yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) And uh, it was fantastic. I'm just picturing a pirate for some reason. (laughs) No, he was fantastic, and he very odd. He had an odd name. I thought. Um, I, no, I probably shouldn't say his name, but I'll never forget it. First name Dracula. <laughs> Dracula, Whistlebottom. No, it was, uh, I'll never forget that name. But anyway, he did it right up. And then like it was so close to the time we had to start filming. And so basically the front six teeth I had done. 
Wow. Like, so I have six full crown or five full crowns and one veneer on the front of my teeth. And I had to relearn how to talk. Oh I didn't realize this was going to be a situation because the wind used to whistle through my teeth effortlessly. <laughs> now there's this wall of porcelain or whatever they, whatever they build a tooth out of these days. And I couldn't, I could, especially TH sounds. They would stop me in my tracks. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so when we were filming Corner Gas, the first, the first episode that we shot was actually the second episode that aired. It's called The Tax Man. And in the cold opening of The Tax Man, if anybody's a fan of Corner Gas, you can go back and watch this. <laughs> on the There's, box set, which is for the sale. Set, the only way I could, I had, if I touched my tongue before I said a TH, for some reason that worked. And so I realized there was a line where I had to say, it was within reason. And I couldn't say the TH and within. It would stop me in my tracks. I would say, it was with, it would just stop me. It was with, and I'm starting to panic. <laughs> so then I thought I have to do the tongue touching thing. So I'm reading a newspaper. I said, give me a newspaper, right? So in the scene, I'm reading newspaper, and I go to I touch my tongue to turn the page. Yeah, it was within reason. So Whoa. if you go back to that the tax man episode, you'll see me touch Hollywood my tongue just before secrets. I say inside the making of method acting. For most of that story, you couldn't sit back because Hank was just taking over your. But spot. I'm you know I'm used to it. I'm used to having a dog. Yeah, you're really this. working with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm very valuable. Yeah. Well, I'm. I've, <laughs> but it's. Right I'm one there. of I'm one of seven kids, oh, and wow. I was an yeah. uncle when I was ten. So oh. I'm just used to <laughs> bodies being all. I'm used to sharing space. Oh, that's lovely. When I was growing up, there was I mean, there's seven kids in, in the family, but two of them were kind of married and gone by the time I was really have you know a lot of conscious memories. But there was four boys at home and one girl, so she had her own room. La okay, yeah. And four boys are crammed in, which I think was the smaller of the two rooms, which didn't make sense to me. <laughs> Even as a probably to contain the mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so there was like literally the size of this little table here. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's people like can't see what I'm pointing at. Three foot and a half by three feet, maybe. Yeah. That was the space on the floor because it was just beds. It was bunk oh, beds, wow. bed, bed, <laughs> and then door. So you had to take it's like turns. A barracks getting, or something. Yeah. Except there would be a giant revolt if the, if you tried to pull out in the army i don't know anything about the army though not smart i imagine it's yemen <laughs> real sexy um it's super sexy <laughs> that's the one thing i've listened to every episode of this american life and whenever they talk about the army i just sort of tune out i'm just like <laughs> just like sexy funk music starts playing in my head and i run through all the different types of uh hanky codes there are <laughs> blue yellow red polka dot you know what polka dot is what Orgy, either hosting or looking for one. Well, I mean, See, those I are two really different things. I never even knew such a thing as hanky codes existed until I came here tonight. Really? You're going to yeah. learn a lot you of stuff watch like this. The movie Cruising, it's great. I, I co produced it, but I didn't, I've never actually screened it. I just wrote a check. Al Pacino, he seems like he knows what he's doing. Sure, Yeah, you he's method, I feel like, maybe in that film a little bit. But do you think that's a real thing, <laughs> or did they make that up for a Hollywood movie? Well, no, it's real, because because I think back in the 70s, you had to be very discreet about, if you were a gay man, what you were interested in, and if you were just cruising or like looking for a quick hookup, you didn't want to waste your time being like... What are you into? Are you into this? You're just right. like, I see that. It's on the right side. I've got the same one on the left side. If they have to be match. on different sides? Yeah, like, I forget it's what it's so just like hard Husker if you do. had, like, dyslexia it's like or a game. It's like a, a filthy game of Husker Du. What's <laughs> Husker Du? I just know that as a band name. 
Uh, there was a game called Husker Du where you tried to find a match. Right? It's like, oh, flower. I remember seeing a flower and you go that find would be it. A oh, great match. Like, like memory. That's what I called it. Like you turn over cards? No, it was a it was a kind of a wheel and there was hidden. Um, it sounds great. It was quite good. Husker Du. I think we should name a dating app Husker Du. But there's a band called that. Well, it could be an app too do? for dating. <laughs> what are yeah. they going to do? They gonna you know, if they're, they're a rock band, if they have lawyers, the they're not a real rock band. I, I don't know. I've never listened to them, but I think a lot of people I know are fans. Want to make them our enemies or do we want to make them our friends? Uh, yeah, this podcast is the official enemy of the band. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never heard of Husker Du as a band, but I feel confident saying they named themselves after that game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? I thought it was just a weird German name or something. <laughs> but, I mean, it might be. It might be a saying or a phrase in... Some distant like 23 Skidoo land. or something yeah. like that? It's the uh, Dutch version of 23 Skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> what does 23 Skidoo mean? There's all these sayings from like my mom's yeah. era. I don't know. I, but I, rem- I just remember it was a saying from a long time ago. Yeah. And I remember laughing super hard at an episode of Beverly Hillbillies where Granny Clampett was dressed <laughs> up like a football player. And she was going like, you know, <laughs> blue 59, <laughs> 23 Skidoo. It, it floored me. Sounds like a nightmare. Irene Ryan. <laughs> Okay, what are you Hank's, trying to dig at? Hank's uh, your... bull penis is stuck in between the couch cushions. That's it uh, happens to the best yeah, of us, really. <laughs> so you had a show about retail nightmares, basically. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a show based in a retail outlet. Yeah, and there were nightmares. Yeah, not always springing from the retail world, but I personally only have one. Like I only had one retail job. It lasted for a while. But I worked at the uh, OK Economy, like as a grocery store, right? Ooh. The OK Economy, which isn't a real resounding. That's, yeah. Right? I'm not saying you're going to save a bunch of money, but it's, you know, it's not fine. crazy with the prices. What? It was a grocery store. Where was it? Tisdale, Saskatchewan, my hometown. That's where I, grew up. I started working there in high school. I was 15 when I started working there, which frosted the guy who hired me. Um, because he <laughs> he hired me and gave me the whole apron and the tour and the whole thing. The whole apron. The whole apron. <laughs> Golden apron. You name it. <laughs> and then uh, he came storming back to me afterwards and realized I hadn't turned 16 yet. No, you're supposed to be 16 because yeah. it's a union job. Oh, shit. And it was going to be like three weeks or something. And then he was like, all right, just, you know, don't tell anybody how old you are. For three weeks. <laughs> so I got the job at 50, but it was a sweet union gig, fat dough. That's crazy. Imagine like turning it's the opposite of being immediately. Being, yeah, when you said it frosted him, I was like, is this an erotic <laughs> cruising term? It's not a hanky thing. You never heard that it frosted? It's like he got mad. Yeah, it's Boy, really good. I like it. it for sure. Yeah. It really frosted me. Real frosted. Wait, can freeze. you say it really frosted me? Yeah, that frosted me. That's good. But I love frosting. <laughs> sure, but if you yourself are frosted, if you woke up one day frosted, if you were Not frosted Jessica, against she'd be will, fine. No, yeah, I don't like, know you and what you're. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so into dough. I shouldn't try and project what you like or don't like. <laughs> I got We've a only story, met. but I mean, like you can tell based on you found the clues on my wall. I've got a giant David Duchovny painting. And who's it? it looks like is that Meryl Streep in the little plate? That is Meryl Streep. I was trying to think yeah. who it was. My first thought was Shelley Long, oh. and, but my mind wouldn't accept that somebody would have Shelley Long hanging up in their house. We know someone who has a Shelley Long tattoo on yeah, her leg. Kathleen McGee. Former guest. Former wow. guest. And she's got a giant Gilda Radner mm-hmm. right next to it. She's got a great ladies of comedy. And I think 
Uh, Miss Piggy also. Yep. Yeah. It's a great thigh piece. That's the triumvirate right there. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly Long, Miss Piggy, and who was the other one? Uh, Gilda, Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. That's the three points of light. That drawing of Meryl Streep, that's just a photocopy of a drawing that I Did you make that happen? Like you decoupage? Yeah, it? I put it on the plate. It's just taped on. Taped but it was on. my grandma. That's French for decoupage. <laughs> taped. <laughs> taped Cape. with the sloppy glue. Uh, no, my grandma had a songbook of like famous songs, and there was the theme from Kramer versus Kramer, and there was like a very beautifully drawn uh, portrait of Meryl Streep on one side and then a portrait of Dustin Hoffman on the other side. And I was like, I just loved how <laughs> how she looked. So I, I was working at an office at the time, so I photocopied it and enlarged it and made a memorial place. <laughs> Beautiful. I like that the backbone of the story is you had access to a photocopier because of your employment. Yeah. Brent, when you worked at the grocery store, okay economy. Okay economy. Just okay economy. Yes. We're not trying to set the bar. We're not bragging. <laughs> okay economy. Yeah. It's not discount town. Uh-uh. You know, you're going to pay a little more than we pay. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Can you think of one episode, episode or one encounter with a customer or a staff member that you'll never forget? Um, here was the big beef as, as a young, we were called food clerks. So we, our job was to stock the shelf and then, you know, sack the groceries. If somebody's coming through, they would say, you know, on checkout too, right? Bag groceries on checkout too. And so, and then me and my, all the guys that worked there were, were not all the guys, but most of the guys are like my buddies from high school, right? So then you'd kind of, yeah, you go, you'd, there'd be a little politicking. And so who had to go <laughs> up front? And you'd kind of try and see who's there. Because a small town, everybody knows everybody. You're like, eh, she's always trouble. Right? <laughs> she totally. parks five blocks away. So that was the big piece. <laughs> it's like you sometimes you'd pack groceries. somebody's and they'd be like, do you want car service? Which normally meant, you know, you take it out of their car in the parking lot there. And some people would be like park, parked eight blocks away. Uh, For what reason? For no GD that reason. That really frost me. Just to give you the, the exercise. And there was one lady who, I say everybody knew everybody, but I don't know what her name was. But she dressed in all gray all the time. Dress, gray shoes, gray hat. That was Blanda. Gray hair. <laughs> Blanda. <laughs> and so Blanda would come in <laughs> and she would get her groceries, sour as you please. <laughs> and um, you knew it was going to be like, she'd be like, I have a car service with, yeah, sure. And off you go. And she would be parked. At her house. <laughs> she'd be parked but down by groats. <laughs> this is, that's a reference just for a very niche Group of your listeners. <laughs> the groats heads. <laughs> groats. They only She's like groats. past Mr. Movie. She's part. <laughs> okay, how Beyond many, the Mr. Movie. How many people were in Tisdale? Tisdale. Uh, Tisdale. Was... I like the Tisdale. Though. <laughs> oh, like making Tisdale. it fancier. It did sound more European. <laughs> Tisdale. Tisdale. Named after, as I understand, F.W. Tisdale. Who died? was a railroad worker. Huh. A lot of towns in the prairies is named after the last railroad worker who blew through town. <laughs> what about Prince Albert? It was a prince. That was a prince. That's where my dad's from. That's the only Prince Albert. That was the closest McDonald's to my hometown. Okay, so they're so close we'll always by. have a soft spot in my heart. Well, it was an hour and a half away. Oh, that's. But for a would, fat kid with a license, an that's hour nothing. and a half, you'd go to McDonald's. Oh yeah. What would you get? I would. I would go haywire. What wouldn't I get? Fillet of fish. I was. I, I often would get a fillet of fish. Oh my god! But good I mean, choice. that was all. That was to break up the monotony of the train of burgers that was cramming down my yak, <laughs> one after another. But fish on the prairies is always a novelty. Yeah, it's well, no, I mean, there's you know, there's 
Are there baked There's a hundred thousand lakes in Saskatchewan. Is that the land of lakes? No, like Minnesota's <laughs> all about their ten, land of ten thousand lakes. Wow. We laugh at them. <laughs> Call us when you get to a hundred thousand. Well, think of these lakes, though. Yeah. Are these so, like-, like Manitoba and Saskatchewan are lousy. I mean, Manitoba, especially if you fly over it, it's just yeah. speckled. If you uh, consult your atlas, <laughs> I don't. Think that's my globe's not. There's a lot of a uh, lot of so fr- it's freshwater fish though in the prairies. So like, so would McDonald's put those in the blender? <laughs> no, that's all. McDonald's, McDonald's doesn't safe. send a guy down to the creek to fish every day for fresh <laughs> fish. Okay, oh, but it's, imagine if they did. It's I'm, coming from, uh, you know, Yugo Plaza stand. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love to know what people would order, like what people order at McDonald's, because I know exactly what I'd order if I could eat there. Filet of fish, no tartar sauce. I'd love tartar sauce. I always got it without because I thought tartar sauce is weird. I never tried it. I was a picky eater. Any mayonnaise based sauce, oh, I'm interested it's in. Fantastic. Just like I, I, I love it now. You ever make your own tartar sauce? No, it's just cut it's up complicated. Of mayonnaise, it's, right? It's super quick and easy. It's mayonnaise, relish, a little <gasps> bit of lemon, and salt and pepper. Nice. My standard order when I was like full 248 pounds. I lived the bulk of my adult life right around 245, 248, and. Uh, but I would have a Big Mac quarter pound of cheese and a cheeseburger and a large fries and a medium Coke. Jeez. So that's three burgers. But Can the we cheeseburger just run through that one tiny. more time? You said that's that. That's the real flat. I remember. Two cheeseburgers? No I, no, I would have a Big Mac and a quarter pound of a cheese and then a cheeseburger. Okay. And a large fries so how many, and a medium Coke. How many patties are within that? doesn't seem like enough Coke that. to get through everything. Well, I don't. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not big true. into the sugary drinks. Okay. He was cutting back. <laughs> I'm cutting back. I was a bit of a health nut. I don't know if you know this about me. But, but their I'm food's not a... filling. That's 100%. Like if you were flat. trying to yeah. get It's like eating popcorn twists. Do you, you know the oh, yeah. popcorn twist? Just salt. Where you put it on your tongue and it disappears. Totally. Yeah. It's delicious. I love so those. So it doesn't count. But it's like. Whenever I see somebody <laughs> buying those at the grocery ghost. store, I'm always like, you get it. You understand. <laughs> it's like you ate a, a salty ghost. <laughs> mm. I've never had a burger from McDonald's. I thought you were going to say I never had a burger. Uh, no, I've had I was burgers. going to throw down the mic and storm out in <laughs> half. Good night. Why? We have no frame of reference where we can... No, like a McDonald's burger. I never had it. I was a picky eater because my parents were like, oh, you won't like that. You'll like this. And so I was just like, well, I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out there I won't like. Yeah. That's all I know. So I was a picky eater for, you know, 15 years before I tried blueberries for the first time just because my parents were like, oh, you won't like that. <laughs> you, won't like this. you wouldn't eat that. Now, Did they just, just trick you not into ordering expensive things? I don't think Or like stuff that they like. Too expensive. They're like, yeah. we really like blueberries. Let's yeah, tell her she have... won't like these. No, they would have amazing they would have like curry like my mom was really into making indian food and they would have like curry with mango chutney and everything and they'd be like and we made you a chicken breast with uh, plain rice and uh raw carrots yeah no but i was thrilled by that so they did they weren't basing this on anything uh well okay well the whole story is kind of boring uh both my parents (laughs) i'll be the judge of that (laughs) both my parents worked so my grandmother (laughs) god she was right i didn't know there'd be a grandmother the 90s my grandma was cool no she was uh, a very hank don't eat that my gra- oh my goodness no that my uncle made this <laughs> i'm so sorry no it's fine it was just funny trying to see him eat that it was like a, a carved wooden flower uh my, no my grandmother who was herself like a product of you know she was born in the 20s lived through 
the war and stuff and she was really into jello put like jello salad and stuff made from mixes and boxes and so she looked after me as a kid and she'd put like when i was a kid i would eat bowls of mushrooms and everything hank don't eat the crystals (laughs) hank Anyway, and I would eat anything, and then after my grandma looked after me, I would just, I was like, well, I only want jello, basically. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, you don't want that. She'd make me a cheesecake from a mix or something. Ooh. So, yeah, my grandmother also was one of the, like, she never went to the dentist or the doctor. She sounds cool. She was great. It's like she lives in kits. Um, <laughs> I'm not a picky eater, and because of my food allergies, I just live vicariously through other people, which is why I really love to know what people would eat. At McDonald's, because I would get six chicken McNuggets, a quarter pounder, French fries, and a chocolate milkshake. So you're eating like chicken and beef in the same meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've never had chicken nuggets. Yeah, you know what? I think all the food at McDonald's is delicious. (laughs) I know it's terrible. I like the taste of it, for sure. There's no getting around. I like the taste of it. The smell still brings me back and makes me think, oh, that would be good. Yeah. yeah. It smells like a terrific idea. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's still that part of... And I remember, like, growing up in a small town, because there were no chain stores, you know. Like, when I was, like, I don't know, 13 or something like that, 12 or 13, we got a Chicken Delight. What's the hat? That's like a... It's a chain... It's a small chain of, you know, like, fried chicken joint. Oh, fun. Chicken Delight. <laughs> Don't cook tonight. <laughs> Call Chicken Delight. That was their big gun. Would you really? guys eat out with so such, having such a large family? No, because we were dirt poor. Yeah. Like we this. didn't have Jello money or McDonald's money. <laughs> we didn't live high in the hog like uh, these stories of untold wealth that I'm hearing now. But we, uh, we no, everything came from the dirt. So I think it was actually, even though we were a family of hellacious food abusers, food abusers, we were all, we were all quite fat. <laughs> My family's not going to deny it. My mother, God rest her, she passed away a few years ago, but she was very uh, comical. And we had, had a, a family photo taken one time, and she said, she she said, I took this photo down to the church, and we had a raffle. Guess the weight of this family. Oh, my God. <laughs> She was quite a pip, old mother. But all the food was like, it couldn't be more natural. It all came from the ground that we, you know, the seven kids were slave labor. Yeah. So we were we were out there hilling and tilling and pulling stuff out of the ground and planting stuff in the spring. And dad hunted sometimes. Oh, and then, wow. But my father was also like a crazy uh, marksman. He oh, was wow. an amazing shot. So there were these things called turkey shoots where you basically go down and you shoot at a target. And whoever gets closest to the target wins a frozen turkey. Oh. That is not what I thought it was going to be. I know. Everything is always like, like a pen of turkeys and you just unload on them. Yeah. There's nothing like that. It's a contest, a marksman contest. Whoever gets closest to the bullseye wins a frozen turkey. And my dad was like, he was like a turkey shoot hustler. He was so good at it that people, <laughs> the organizers would ask him not to sign up till the end. Whoa. Because if people, people, would. people would see his name on it, they're like, I'm not going to. So he would, our deep freeze, we had a giant deep freeze. It was just full of frozen turkey. So you'd think I would be sick of turkey, but, nope. but it's the best damn thing, right? Um, I only anyway. like the skin. I only like tofurkey skin. <laughs> Going down to the tofurkey shoot. Oh, I love that. Just shooting at like uh, slabs of deli meat uh, made out of soy. Make a hell of a sound, wouldn't it? Jessica, do you have a retail Sporch. nightmare? Uh, I have an actual nightmare. Uh, Hank's doing a little dance over here. I have an actual nightmare that customers of mine 
discovered where I lived and started coming to me instead of me serving them at my job. Were they asking you for advice? They were on asking. Movies? They were asking me for help. No, they were. They this were, is a dream you had. This, is, this a is a real dream. Oh, this is a real dream. <laughs> it's a real dreamscape. We started allowing dreams. We got the word nightmare in the title, and yeah, it's been a hundred episodes, so yeah. bear with me. I'm not judging. <laughs> I mean, I'm judging a little bit. But. Uh, feel free to judge. Yeah, they started showing up at my house uh, with no appointment, and for some reason in my dream, my apartment was so messy, and I was secretly trying to clean it while they were there waiting for me, and they were being really judgy. Just the thing that really stands out for me in this dream is that I was... Uh, I wasn't dressed properly. I was like in my nightgown and I don't even fucking own a nightgown. Like, But in it's my dream, I'm dream, way Jessica. class here. And you had your hair in curlers. Yeah. And, like, and I was like a cigarette dangling cap. from my, my you lip. You were married to Andy Cap. <laughs> Who's that? He's a cartoon guy from the, cartoon character. From the newspaper. From the OK Economy days. <laughs> No, but in my dream, and it was taking place in this apartment, and in my dream, there was a wine bottle, empty wine bottle under the coffee table, and in it, there was just a tampon, and I was like, oh, what this kind is, of dream is this? I know, like, what is wrong with my brain that I thought this, and in, <laughs> I my, don't know. in my dream, there was these customers standing there, just looking at me mad, and I was trying to help them but also hide this disgusting <laughs> thing that i had somehow created the night before but in real life you've you never created that situation i've never put a tampon school. in it a- <laughs> yeah i buy that i buy somebody I mean, not like, doing that as art of course <laughs> but- i've done it a million <laughs> last minute project at art school do you think your brain um was just like processing like saying okay what like your brain was trying to create an embarrassing thing. The most embarrassing thing right? I could think of, which is like, hell of a job. Like, I drank like, a whole bottle of wine and then <laughs> put a tampon in a weird place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know the mics aren't probably picking it up, but my building has been making some weird sounds. It sounds sort of like a key cutting machine. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. It didn't place the sound. It's a really weird noise. Metal grinding up against metal is what it sounds like to me. And it's in- intermittent and I can't really sometimes I'll try and record it and then I'll get all riled up and say I'm gonna show this to the landlord and then it's the saddest There's little recording I, well I would be into that I'm favorite movies poltergeist I would be out so fast Me too. if there was any whiff of a haunting any ghost I would be like Hank started to get, I'll get old new about stuff. something and I I'm not totally worried that there's a, a ghost in the house, but the way that he's acting makes me think there's a ghost in the house. But he, at this stage in a puppy's development, they start to get scared by nothing. Yeah. Uh, but last night there was a full noise in the apartment and it took me a while to realize it was the upstairs neighbor. She's often traveling. But yeah. She was home. So it did sound like someone was walking around our apartment. So your home, your yes. building, yeah. there it's weird with sound. Sometimes stuff that's downstairs sounds like, yeah, like it's child downstairs. You do so live in a murder castle. It's a castle. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, my, my theory is that sometimes that noise happens in the middle of the night, and I think it's what's causing my very bizarre nightmares. Oh, yeah. Because my dreams will just be normal and fascinating and interesting and then all of a sudden tampon in a wine bottle my wife makes fun of me sometimes for my because now i'll have have a nightmare every now and then but they're very classic (laughs) it's like dracula was chasing me she's like what you were having a nightmare dracula was after me 
That's, I wish Dracula like, was a Yeah, mine are never like that. Oh, They're man, always the something really embarrassing. <laughs> or someone's like trying to murder me and it's like very realistic. But yeah. often what I consider a nightmare is something that's reliving something very painful from my past and it's just like bringing it back up in dream form. Mm-hmm. I had a strange dream. It wasn't a nightmare. Two nights ago, I was telling Nancy about it today, actually. <laughs> this was not a classic. Well, it wasn't a nightmare. My nope. nightmares are classics. <laughs> no classic it's monsters? It's all the classic universal <laughs> monsters coming out. The, the mummy. mummy was coming out. <laughs> but this was not a nightmare. This was a kind of pleasant but very odd dream. I dreamt that I was in bed, so it seemed very real. Oh, yeah. I was in bed. Nancy was snoozing beside me. I was laying down, and there were two little kind of gnome, not really goblins, they were more gnomes or else, but they were feeding me pizza. (laughs) And I was saying to them, I was saying, ah, this isn't a good idea. I shouldn't be. I'm laying down. You're not supposed to eat at night, but I'm like actually in bed. I'm going to get heartburn. And they were... They were tilting the slice so because my mouth was vertical because I was laying horizontal. So they're like tilting the slice. They would not hear my... uh, because you know. your mouth was full of dough and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is," it. but I wasn't like super resisting. No, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> but you I fed pizza in bed. For the record, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm <laughs> I shouldn't be doing. Don't wake Nancy. That, that's great. Oh man, when you said two little goblin people, I was like, "That's a night terror." That's you know. <laughs> but they were more kind of garden gnomy than goblin. They're okay, benevolent. I don't have a clear picture in my mind, but they were more kind of yeah, like elfy. Elfie, which in and of itself should be terrifying. <laughs> but, but the pizza, had, I feel pizza. like, was the picture. They're like, like the, let's hear these guys out. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Well, all right. elves, they've made pizza now. <laughs> yeah, the Ooh. pizza elves. And their weird tree oven. I bet they do have, the Keebler elves do have a pizza dough crust somewhere in some backwoods country. Just their stoner cousins. Pull, yeah. their, pull their clothes off and they're just made of pizza dough. You wish, Herbert. <laughs> okay, my retail nightmare is me. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, you're the nightmare? I'm the nightmare. Uh-oh. So I was walking over here with Hank, trying to make record time with a puppy who does not care if we're going for big walks. And I saw this man talking to a bush, a beautiful red, uh, one of those Japanese maples. And he, was, he looked kind of like one of those people that ask for money on the street for a charity. Mm-hmm. But you would see like a Broadway and Canby when you're just trying to go to Whole Foods and buy a $5 muffin. And but they're $12, on $12 every movie. corner. Yeah. So you've stopped going there. Yeah. You bought a car. So <laughs> As you I just get closer, I realize he is not talking to a tree. He is talking to another charity person. This is on a side street. It was on 14th Avenue. Um, and he was showing her the best way to stop people dead in their tracks with gestures. Um, and he worked for a charity and I was like, shit, this ruins everything. Cause they're on a side street. Yeah. So that's... they've figured out they were canvassing on the street and door to door. And I felt like such a bad person because obviously they're raising money for a good cause, but I dislike talking to people so much that I'm completely different. I'm like, no, thank you. Goodbye. Good night to you, sir. Well, it's <laughs> like, you know, I'll give money to charity, but like on my own terms, like when I'm... Yeah, like in never. Comfort my also, own home. They're <laughs> like a total... These people are like, they're part of a company that just raises... It's total mercenary. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. like they care about the seals or whatever. They're trying <laughs> yeah. to shill money for that week. They're wearing because I used to have skin. an office down uh, in Gastown. Yeah. And my office was next door to a company that recruited people recruited like this and they would have this I used to have to go and say to them could you keep it? they would have these giant like rah rah like pep rally yeah like a pep rally in the damn office and I'm like on a phone call with 
some high-powered business uh, tycoon. That's the world that I live in. Spielberg. I don't want to bore you with my, you know, (laughs) but you know, you're a famous person. (laughs) And they, uh, I would have to like, can you hang tight? I gotta go. (laughs) <laughs> bang on the door of these guys who put on a blue jacket and shill for whatever company that yeah. week, you know. They've got such dumb lines, and they all, too. And they're all holier than thou, too, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you're not a good enough human if you just walk by me. Yeah, it's but all it's about true. the guilt It's not trip. how I'm going to be donating on the way to, you know, grab a cup of coffee or it's something I would want to think about and... I would do it at home do online. Do your research. Yeah. yeah. It's always online because then you've got your credit card and you can do it right, right before there. before Christmas when I have no other gift ideas for people. It's always <laughs> for my stepdad. It's just like he's got everything. He has two chainsaws. Why does he need anything? He's going to he get it. He has a backstory that you can't begin to comprehend. He uses them as arms. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've replaced his limbs. He's like the Tin Woodsman for a new generation. It's like I ruined another pair of gloves. <laughs> You ever think about getting me a pair of gloves for Christmas? Well, I got them. I'm chewing through them like crazy. Mittens. With chainsaw hands. <laughs> so did you did you duck into a bush? How did you no, avoid No, there was no avoiding it. Um, I can't remember what he said. He said, somebody walking this fast doesn't have time to talk to us about yeah, why whatever. You, why are you speaking then? And then I was like, I'm, I'm going to our podcast. It's very famous. I'm sure you've heard of it. Retail Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, no, I'm sorry. And then it seemed like we I got out of it in a really polite and natural way. Just then he's like, well, how about you guys, you give me a call later on and we talk about it. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Sounds like he wanted to take you out on a date. Yeah, he was a redhead, a but he was wearing a weird hat. So it cancels out being a redhead. So you find redheaded people attractive. Sometimes. But not. Like a goofy hat. Not is, hats. Uh, hats are so, oh, it's just, it's you, like they shoes for your head. You've got hats. <laughs> yeah, I got hats. hats. I've seen you in a hat. I wear hats. But, but not on a guy? Oh, no. It depends on the hat. Oh, just a weird it hat. It can't be like a fun hat. <laughs> hey, describe well, I'm on hat. top of that. I, I, I get you with that. Jester hat? What like hats that say, hey, look at my hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you nailed that. it. Instead of being functional head cover. It was a madras plaid kind of, You've what do you call one of much. those hats that you don't like, that no one likes? A fedora? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, he's a men's rights activist. He can go straight <laughs> to hell. Now, I've had a... Uh, it's not really fedora because a fedora is a brand name, isn't it? Of a hat. Anyway, it's like it's a, it's a little straw hat, hat. But I've had this hat for over twenty years now. I've taken it to multiple countries, travels with me. <laughs> and the reason I got the hat was because um, I was actually doing a like a little comedy sketch for just for laughs one time. Where because I have a big head, the producer was like, "This will be funny. We'll take you to a hat shop, and <laughs> you'll try on different hats. This is funny, <laughs> and we'll hand you hats, and you say something glib off the top of your head. All right." And it went gangbusters. It was a really funny segment. Anyway, through the course of doing this, I saw this hat and I was like, this looks like something Walter Matthau would wear at a racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> I love this hat. And because the segment went so well, he, he bought me that hat. Oh, so nice. I've had that hat now for over 20 years. I've taken it to. The thing is, the hats that really bother me are hats that are not classic hats, not a hat that would last 20 years. It is, yeah. It's these hats. There's always like a detail too, too many on them or... Yeah. And it is a, like a look at me, look at my hat thing. It's peacocking. Yeah. Somebody's like, I can't believe you haven't mentioned my hat. Yes. And, and, I, that, and I won't. If, I, if someone's accessorizing like that, oh, yeah. I'll specifically not say anything. <laughs> I finally understand why you've never mentioned my many hats. <laughs> but see, as a baldy, uh, because I'm quite thin up top, um, I've learned now. For the listener. <laughs> for the, for the, the listeners at home, there was about a three or four year three or four years in a row 
where I wasn't used to being quite bald yet because right. uh, it happens fairly gradually, right? And I sunburned the top of my head. Oh, nice. Four years more, I was like, ah, I got to <laughs> learn to wear a hat more. Now I wear a hat like yeah. all the time. You don't That's just really use smart. sunscreen on your head? No, because there's still enough, <laughs> like, there's enough so hair up there. <laughs> Not anything, but there's just, you get all a, in his baby hair. Yeah, it's like okay. the wispy, you know. The little wispy hair. There's like an egg what parents do to their babies. A gradient of the greasy duck hair from no hair to hair. Yeah, so it would be a mucky, greasy mess as opposed to I'm I'm not just wiping it into my scalp. I can tell. I've known Jessica long enough to know that she thinks this is still a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell by your expression. I know because Jay, my boyfriend, gets sunburned at like in his part on the top of his head and he will... Put sunscreen in there, even though it makes it gross and greasy and disgusting. But he'd wear a hat. He he won't wear a hat unless he's reached rock bottom. I've started wearing a hat, and it's great because I sunburn very easily. And uh, yeah, like I like baseball caps. I like a sun hat. I find hats difficult to find the right one because I'm always. (laughs) What about like one of those handmade tail bonnets? Those big. (laughs) Oh, they're gonna be coming back in a big way. Scoop bonnets. Yeah, Yeah. if things go the way they are, that's the next phase for us. That's gonna be like a real. That'll be like a statement hat. People wear like a like women wear the hat like a, I will not be like don't talk to me bossed around hat. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the handmade. Are you tales watching the show? People. No, so, yeah. I've only seen the graphics. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, no, that's it's real different. <laughs> that's not what the hat. There are more like there there. But the the modern feminists there's, will own it. They're right? like sex slaves, basically. Uh, yeah, they're surrogates. Yeah, but also, according to the cast of that, <laughs> it's not a feminist story. So, oh, is that what they said? Yeah, it's real weird. It's like there's a whole conspiracy what around it. What does Margaret Atwood say? Well, she's got questionable definitions of the word feminist because she grew up in a time where it meant different things, and you know, there's that like generation of people who are like, "I'm not a bra burning man hating," and it's like, "No, that's not feminism." Right. Hmm. Yeah, it, there was a time I think where it got uh, misconstrued. Totally, right? when it first when it first came out. Someone's cutting keys upstairs. <laughs> so Brent, you have a worst present story for us. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. I don't recall receiving any bad presents, but I know for a fact I gave a very bad. Oh, I can't wait. Present. I was uh, quite young, eight or ten, something like that. And um, I saw at this store, it was coming around Christmas time, and I had, you know, I'm like my few, because I always, I always worked, I always had a few bucks, right? I was always like very entrepreneurial little kid, and I worked, and I, I sold things, and I was like a little business guy. What did you sell? And so I, uh, I used to sell door-to-door, like oh, preteen. Wow. I was a fuller brush salesman. I would go sell witch hazel lotions and cleaning supplies and Wow. But anyway, so I was in a store and I was buying presents for my siblings for Christmas. And I saw this thing that I really wanted. It was a little set of like plastic uh, cowboys and Indians. You could have your own little Western themed showdown, right? And I was like, hot damn, that's got me written all over it, that thing. You still want it? But it was just, I only had money for that and I couldn't buy my brother Lloyd a present. <laughs> Lloyd is the next youngest, so he was like four, he's like almost five years older than me, four and a half years older than me. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I thought this was a foolproof plan. I'll buy this <laughs> for him. He probably won't be super into it. It'll be laying around a lot because <laughs> he's pushing fifteen. Whatever it was, you know? <laughs> it was like the perfect crime. 
Totally. And uh, so I, did, I bought it for him. And I didn't have, like, I don't have a good poker face at the best of times. So it was probably, you imagine when I was eight or nine, how good my poker face was. Christmas morning, he opens it up and he's like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, you don't want it? I'll play with it. Woo! And like, just dove right in. Pretty sad. And uh, my family still haunts me with that story. Really? All the time. Yeah. But you got it, right? It's like when you got a Lloyd that uh, Cowboys of Indians set when you were. Everyone in your family talks like that. Yeah. See, I'm the only one in my family who doesn't talk like that. Uh, that's, I mean, I think we've all gotten that sort of gift before where someone, you're like, this is for you. Like, you bought this because you love this. Yeah, you uh, you had that with your ex-boyfriend and, and Nintendo. And Nintendo, every, I mean, he bought the chair that I'm sitting in right now, so. That was a good chair. It's fine. I'm fine with it. But multiple ex-boyfriends I've had have just given me things that they wanted. I had one of them buy me kisses. Yeah, they're like, "Why don't you ever do this to me?" I'm just like <laughs> tight lipped, <laughs> <laughs> not into it. Uh, no, one of them got me a a toaster oven, which I'd never expressed interest in owning. Better than a microwave. It is true, but I did have a microwave at the time. But he bought me a toaster oven because he's like, "It's so great, you can make toast and melt cheese on it at the same Watch time." This. Watch all these things are going to make now for the next. <laughs> no, month. he wanted me to make for him. Wow, that's oh, like lay that. There's layers of uh... just resentment and passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Well, anyway, we broke up. Well, that's a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story is, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> there are jerks out there. There are. Brent, what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape? My favorite grape. My favorite grape. <laughs> I don't know that there's uh, there's only two that I'm aware of: the red one Go and the on. green one. Which one do you like I better? I like the red one better. I would okay. say, yeah, but it's close. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm certainly not anti-green grape. You wouldn't look, Good. look at. So you wouldn't I wouldn't kick green a grape. green grape out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> eating pizza sideways. <laughs> Mixed metaphor. <laughs> would you eat a green grape in bed? I have. If it was fed to you by a little goblin. He's a goblin. famous comedian. Of yeah, course he yeah. has. He I can do stuff like that. He can of, live wild. I have a staff of grape feeders. <laughs> oh my God, One day we'll be, be there. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, Are there more Episode than two kinds of grape? There's all different varieties within that, those colors. I but guess you know because what? different we, wines we is made from different grapes, right? general appreciation yeah, based on color. Have, we've established I don't have a sensitive palate. We yeah. established this... Uh, earlier, I was going to say off air, but we're not broadcasting over the airwaves. <laughs> I'm from a different time. This will be aliens can hear this in the future, I bet. That's our plan. Yeah. Pupple of the week? Yeah. <laughs> of the week. Yeah. All right, Brent. This is your big chance. Who's your Pupple of the week? My Pupple of the week was, uh, and I, I, I told you part of the story earlier, at the dog park where I take Oliver, my hund. Every day, <laughs> every day he goes to the park and he's got his gang of buddies there and they jerk around and everything. <laughs> and um, 
But there was a new puppy. It was a cocker spaniel puppy, fourteen weeks old, and he was super cute. He was like a drawing of a of a cute dog, right? <laughs> like if you saddled a commercial artist with the notion that you have to come up with a cute dog, you would say to him, "You got to dial it back." Nobody's going <laughs> to yeah. believe that. That's. I don't even know they made cocker spaniels anymore. Yeah, they seem like, like a, a, oh, yeah. a dog from another really time, do. like an eighties. Early 90s dog. But he did have a headband and leggings. <laughs> he had leg warmers on. Ankle weights. <laughs> he had a white blazer with the sleeves pushed up. Oh, that would be so cute. He, <laughs> so anyway, he was 14 weeks old and he was kind of intimidated because Oliver's uh, you know, much bigger than him. And um, he's about the size of Oliver's head. And Oliver ran over to him and um, sniffed him. And he was like, his little tail was between his legs. And he was like, ah, I might get eaten. But then as he realized, oh, this guy's not going to abuse me. He's quite... Uh, kind fellow um he started to perk up and oliver who's not big in puppies he was like oh you're a puppy i'm out of here and he started to walk away and the little puppy was like oh let's play and he made like a big lunging thing at all and oliver was like ah and he took off running away from him and the little puppy was so puffed up and proud like did you see me chase away that giant dog he was like it was so good for this dog's confidence I mean, it may have turned him into an asshole. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because, you know, he might be totally, he may have gone home and tore his owners to shreds yeah. that night. <laughs> Started but, with their faces. <laughs> Thanks, Oliver. <laughs> but it was a great, uh, it was a very cute moment. That sounds good. Okay, so. Oh, and, the, and plus, the dog's name was Douglas. Is <laughs> that a weird That's name a for That's a great name. I said, what's your dog's name? And she goes, Douglas. <laughs> not Doug. Not Douglas. Doug. Not Dougie. Douglas. Douglas. I like it. It's a classic Canadian dog. <laughs> totally. Dougie. I've always wanted to, if I got a dog, I've, I've wanted to name it Gord, which it's I feel like great. Doug and Gord are the most Canadian names there are. Pretty Canadian, that's for sure. They say it's better, no offense, Hank, if uh, your dog has two syllables yeah. in your name. Oh, trust me. We've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told to my face at the dog park that I've misnamed my dog. <laughs> People are quick to give you their two cents at the dog park. Yeah. Like, because uh, my dog's a mutt. He's a mix of who knows what, right? And so people often say, but he's a, he's a good looking dog. He's quite mm-hmm. attractive dog. You know, and people say, oh, what kind of dog is that? And I say, I don't know. He's like a mix of who knows what. Once you allude to you not knowing what he is, then they are a pillar of confidence. I'll tell you right now what he is. He's 3% German wire hair pointer. He's like, you're like oh, shut up. Right? You're like, I didn't know my sibling was at the dog park. That's your sibling's voice. So, okay, my question It's really is, my one character voice. I like it. It's a good voice. It's really me doing character voice that our cinematographer on Corner Gas and Hiccups used to do. That was that his voice. go-to voice? It was his, like, anytime he was doing another guy's vo- voice, it was always that. It's kind of like a, a cartoon it. meteorologist or something, <laughs> I imagine. That's very specific. I like it. Could you do a cartoon meteorologist? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Welcome to my wheelhouse. I'll give you five variations. You're barking up the right tree, my friend. <laughs> I like how dogs, when they're of a certain age, they're just over puppies. Because yeah. that's how I feel about babies. But are there dogs who are like, oh, I love puppies. Yes. Hank has yeah. a few friends in the neighborhood that are crazy about him. Yeah. Oh, okay. There so it's to be. just like people. Like some, you're like a baby person Absolutely. or you're not. When you get all these dogs at the dog park, it's so evident that there are personalities at play here, right? Yeah. And two dogs like who that are both fine dogs just won't like each other. Like they'll want to fight each other. Yeah. But they wouldn't. They're not going to fight any other dog. They got different politics. Like, this jerk pisses me off. There's a dog like that in my neighborhood, and he doesn't get along with Grandpa. And Grandpa gets along with Grandpa oh, Shumka. That dog is in the wrong. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I, that dog is actually kind of an asshole to Hank, too. Well, and the owner is the one that keeps telling me Hank's a standard poodle. I'm like, standard poodles are 65 pounds. And Hank weighs 15 pounds. Well, I think... So know, I think it's like a, a family dogs thing. Dogs take on the personality of their owners. Totally. Yeah. Jessica, do you have a puppo of the week? I have a, a special puppo, uh, and it's Albert Brooks. <laughs> is that allowed? Excellent choice, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of Albert Brooks movies lately. Just because it's been a rough week, and I feel like that's always great to watch. Just watch a man be real frustrated and yell a lot. Yeah. Makes everything feel it's never, a lot better. It's never a bad move. Never. Yeah. What's up, Hank? I'll do my puppo. Okay. Yeah, unless you're not done. Oh, I just wanted to talk about how much Doe was in the movie The Muse. <laughs> really into that. Super into That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just- Have you seen Real Life with Albert Brooks? No. Yes, it's so good. So great. It's way ahead of its time. He plays a filmmaker. It's it's kind of like a documentary movie. He plays a filmmaker who's making a film about this real family because the notion is real life is more interesting than anything you could write. And then it kind of isn't. Yeah. And so he's got a, got a stage. Spice it up. You know? So funny. There's so many great jokes. He's brilliant. It's great. And I like he's not super prolific, but I feel like he, each movie, because I'm watching them all chronologically, and each one gets better and better. I watched Lost in America, and then Mother, and The Muse, and I feel like I've almost watched all of his stuff now, and I'm kind of sad. I think when he was 16, Mel Brooks said, in an, uh, they asked Mel Brooks in an interview, who, who makes you laugh? And he said, the funniest guy in the world is a 16-year-old kid named Albert Einstein. Because <laughs> that's his real name. His real right? name, yeah. Um, before he changed his name. And he said, the funniest guy in the world is a 16-year-old kid named Albert. Because he, he, he knew his parents, right? And I love, I went through my whole life not knowing that Super Dave was his brother. Yeah. <laughs> that blew my mind when I figured and that Super out. And Super Dave, when I was a kid, was the coolest guy in the world. Well, probably when I was a kid, too. Yeah. But, like, such a confusing character. <laughs> for for a, a girl growing up in the 90s, I was like, why do I love this guy? It's like referencing a character I don't really get. Like... <laughs> Very funny. He's got a weird voice. Yep. He used to, like, before he had his own show, he had little segments. On Bizarre. On Bizarre. And then before that, it would pop up on other shows. And then Bizarre came along, so right away it became a segment on Bizarre. I went on tour with John Biner. No like, way. It was fantastic. Because I was, I, you know, I only had two channels growing up in Tizzle. <laughs> <laughs> channel 12 and Channel Tis 6, Dolly. right? Tizzle. What's that? Channel 12 and Channel 6. No, it was Channel 2 and Channel 4. Channel oh. 69 and Channel we 420. Had, it was a, a CTV affiliate out of Saskatoon, and then our CBC affiliate came out of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, CKBI. Ours was Channel 6. We also had a French channel. We had French CBC as well. Channel 69. Chanel number 5. Turn it to Chanel number 5. So stinky. My brother one time bought for Christmas, he bought my mom a present. He got her... Some kind of perfume. It was cachet. And he Hidden? he said to her, It's cacat. <laughs> I got you some cacat. Just roll around in it. We <laughs> uh, back in Saskatchewan we're great for anglicizing all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Because there's uh my favorite is there's a town to look at the sign is BM Fay, but it's bean fate. <laughs> The fate of the bean. Oh, I think. Well, I think Saskatchewan is why my last name is anglicized because, like, our family was originally from Quebec, and it was yeah. Delisle, and then there's a town there called Delisle. Delisle. For the first like 25 episodes, I stumble on your last name. You can call me whatever you want. 
Well, I would just normally pronounce it in a French way, so I'm sure it's like very hard to pick up, but I would always pause. One of my <laughs> good buddies from back home, his name, it was Rennie Bouton, right? R-E-N-E-B-O-U-T-I-N, Rennie Bouton. Boutin? Yeah. And his, his family, of course, is from Quebec, but he's like a few generations in Saskatchewan. So he has these relatives that come from Quebec to visit him, and they thought it was hilarious how he pronounced his name. <laughs> and they would, like, really cartoon it up. Rini Bouton! Hello, Rini Bouton! Do you guys want to hear my papa of the yes. week? My no, papa? thank you. Okay, well, everybody, good Enough night. Enough out of you, cartoon meteorologist. <laughs> My Peppa of the Week is the podcast. Oh, uh, 100 episodes. Oh, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. I didn't think I could do 100 of anything. Me either. I can't do 100 sit-ups. I was going to say not I could push-ups. Eat, I bet in one day I could eat 100 cookies. I could eat 100 candies. Like yeah. nerds. No, that doesn't count. Boo, you're Runs, fired. Brent, pop, you're the new Coco. I, w- I want to dive into that song right now. I could love 100 gals. Or what's the, you know that song? I could love 100. It's like it's like it's... <laughs> No. I wish I could remember how it goes. It's a great cheesy kind of lounge song. I could love a hundred girls. They did it on The Simpsons in an early episode of The Simpsons. I got ninety nine problems, but podcast ain't one. <laughs> well, uh, this has been Retail Nightmares, Brent. If people want to find you online, what would they do? You've got a great Twitter feed. That's the bulk of where I'm at. Yeah, is on the Twitter at Brent Butt. I have a Facebook thing, like I have a page. Yeah. But I, it's, it's really, I just send Instagram pictures over there. Right. Yeah. So Twitter and Instagram is, is the Great. best place. And anything you want to you wanna pump? Like you, is it pumping? <laughs> pump it up. Well, I'm about to, you know, you can keep your eye out for the butt pod because I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Is it called butt pod? It's going to be called the butt pod. My last name is <laughs> butt. I'm going to do a podcast. What am I going to call it? Butt pod. The Brent bud. I think you should call it butt stuff. Butt stuff. I thought about it. I thought this will draw a certain number of people automatically. And then they'll listen for five butt minutes stuff. and go, this isn't what I'm looking is, for. Um, Not yeah, the so right you can, hanky. So you can follow the butt pod on Twitter. That's going to be great. Jessica, anything coming up? I got a show on June 26th mm-hmm. at the Projection Room, which is the upstairs at the Fox Cabaret with a really good band from... Toronto called Germaphobes. Nice. Which is ironic because that place is probably coated in 20 yeah. layers of jizz. Burf. Um, but they're great. That should have been their band name. <laughs> 20 layers of jizz. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's a heavy metal band. So that's going to be very fun. And uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, yep. you've we got your money. You've got one day left, I think, to make it for May because this comes out on the 29th. So if you give five bucks, you get every single theme song we've ever made for the show. It's a 10 song album. You yeah. get an MP3 download of that. And hey, I've noticed how many people have downloaded it versus how many people have donated. Those numbers are very incongruous. Oh, really? So don't share it with your buds. That's kind of a dick move, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just downloading it to multiple iPods. Maybe. That they all own. Maybe I, down, I download and only listen to my, <laughs> myself. I wouldn't share it with anybody. Good. Yeah. Well, you're you're fine. You're okay in my book. If, some, if I catch somebody trying to listen, I knock their ass out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a single listener myself. I'm a single lady myself. <laughs> well, if you like our podcast, uh, put a ring on it. Yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, something. Jay-Z. Mm. 
Uh, you got anything coming up? Yeah, but I forgot. It's June? on June 3rd. Um, it's the thing where I'm doing a thing where I tell a story and then improvisers do something. Ooh, that sounds great. Yeah. So thanks so much for being on our podcast. It was an you honor. I didn't joy. even know it was episode 100. Yeah. I feel like I should have worn pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beauty. <laughs> Theater of the mind. I shaved. Yeah, you look great. Without knowing it's a hundred episodes. Your legs. <laughs> I shaved my legs. You may have noticed. Silky smooth. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for being a part of our special day. Well, it was my pleasure. And uh, I hope your father's able to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Dad. I love you. <laughs> I'm fond of you also. <laughs> Never bye. met you, but you made a cool daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You're all puppos. Bye-bye. <laughs>